Hello, good people. Welcome to Hetha Solutions. I hope that you are well. In today's topic, we look at a study on cases of myocarditis after the mRNA COVID-19 vaccinations. These were on cases reported to the Vaccine Adverse Events Reporting System. Please keep listening. It's good to be aware. This is a descriptive study by Matthew Oster, MD, David Shea, MD, John Sue, MD, at all. So this is a descriptive study that um, focused it focused on describing the nature of a demographic segment without focusing on why this particular phenomenon occurred. In other words, is is describing myocarditis after these vaccinations without covering why it happens. The Vaccine Adverse Events Reporting System is a national passive reporting system established in 1990 and is jointly managed by the FDA and the CDC. It's meant to act as a sort of early warning system, so a way for physicians, clinicians, and researchers to identify possible unforeseen reactions or side effects of vaccination that warrants further study. Before getting into the study, let's talk about myocarditis. So myocarditis is an inflammation of the myocardium, that's the heart muscle, which can reduce the heart's ability to pump. This can lead to rapid or irregular heart rhythms. So symptoms that may be observed include chest pain, rapid or irregular heartbeat, shortness of breath when you are at rest or during activity. There may be fluid buildup with swellings of the legs, ankles and feet, fatigue, other signs and symptoms of a viral infection such as headache, body ache, joint pain, fever, sore throat or diarrhea. But in children um, experiencing myocarditis, you may see signs and symptoms like fever, fainting, breathing difficulties, rapid breathing, chest pain, and rapid or irregular heart rhythm. So these were the adverse um, adverse events that happened uh, that were reported to the reporting system after the mRNA-based COVID-19 vaccine administration between December 2020 and August 2021. So in this study, 192,405,448 individuals participated and they were older than 12 years of age in the US. So 
this data were processed by the the VAERS reporting system as of September 30, 2021. So among the 192 million 448,000 persons who received a total of 454,100,845 mRNA-based COVID-19 vaccines. During the study period, there were 1,991 reports of myocarditis to the reporting system. Um, they were reported, and out of these, 1,626 of these reports met the case definition of myocarditis. So they looked at these cases and said, okay, this we can call these cases myocarditis. So of the people that had myocarditis, the median age was 21 years. And it generally took um, about two days for the symptoms to start. So in this study, males, um, there were about 82% of the myocarditis cases. So males were predominantly um, the ones affected. And the crude reporting rates for these cases of myocarditis were within seven days after the COVID-19 vaccination, which ex exceeded the expected rates of myocarditis across multiple age and sex strata. So the rates of myocarditis were highest after the second vaccination in males aged between 12 to 15 years. There were 826 cases of myocarditis among those younger than 30 years of age. And of those that, that had elevated troponin levels, they were about 98%. So elevated troponin levels are what you would expect to see in typical cases of myocarditis. The onset of these myocarditis symptoms was shorter for the COVID-19 vaccine associated cases than is typ typical for myocarditis cases diagnosed after viral illness because um, there, are other cases, there are other things that cause um, myocarditis. Two things of note about this study, um, firstly, there was a greater frequency noted among vaccine recipients aged between 12 to 29 years versus those aged 30 years or older that, you would, that was similar to the age distribution seen in, case, in typical cases of myocarditis. Secondly, like I mentioned before, males are predominantly affected. The typical time of um, symptoms being reported was within 
सेवन डेज सो केसिस ऑफ माओकाडाइटिस रिपोर्टेड आफ्टर कोविड नाइन्टीन वैक्सीनेशन सो वे आर टिपिकली डायग्नोज विथिन डेज ऑफ द वैक्सीनेशन वे आर इन अदर टिपिकल केसिस ऑफ माओकाडाइटिस लाइक दोज कॉज बाय वायरस दिस कैन टेक लॉन्गर to diagnosed um sometimes people may be suffering from weeks months and they people they might struggle to have this diagnosis so but in this case uh in this study they noted that it took just a few days so even though almost all individuals with cases of myocarditis were hospitalized and they were clinically monitored they monitored them so the studies suggest that um there was symptomatic recovery after receiving only pain management and they are saying that for example for example up to 6% of typical viral myocarditis cases in adolescents require a heart transplant or result in mortality at the moment the long term health outcome data are not available for covid-19 vaccine associated myocarditis cases so the cdc is currently engaged in in follow up surveillance of these adolescent and young adult to access the their health outcomes um functional status and cardiac outcomes are 3 to 6 months improbable and confirmed cases of myocarditis this was quite a large study so almost 200 million persons and um, that received 454 million mRNA based covid-19 vaccines were in this study and there was reported there were reported um 1191 1991 reports of heart muscle inflammation to this reporting systems and 1626 of this report we are deemed to meet the definition the case definition of myocarditis again myocarditis is inflammation of the heart muscle so at so here some advice for people with myocarditis from the American Heart Association and the American College of Cardiology they produced these guidelines that advise patients um to refrain from competitive sports for 3 to 6 months so anyone diagnosed with cardiomyopathy should not engage in competitive sports like um football you know anything that is strenuous and they are advised to um monitor their heart rhythm and 
conduct an exercise test prior to resuming sports and they would also use cardiac MRI um, to further ascertain what's happening with the heart and they also advise that um, further doses of mRNA based COVID-19 vaccines should be deferred so when they when when they have um cardio um myocarditis further doses should be deferred but sometimes in select circumstances you know they, sh- they advise that they still should continue to take further doses so let's look at um some of the complications of myocarditis so heart failure so in in untreated myocarditis you can damage your heart muscle so that it won't be able to pump blood effectively in severe cases um, there can be myocarditis related heart failure which may require things like a heart transplant secondly um, there may be heart attack or stroke. So if your heart muscle is injured and can't pump blood, the blood that collects in, in your heart can form clots. So in a case where the clot blocks one of the heart's arteries, then this person can have a heart attack. If a blood clot in the heart travels to an artery leading to your brain, then you can have a stroke. Thirdly, um, rap- rapid or irregular heartbeats. This is arrhythmias. This can damage the heart muscle and cause arrhythmia. And fourth, but not the least, there can be sudden cardiac death. So some serious arrhythmias can cause your heart to stop beating. It's called sudden cardiac arrest. It's deadly if not treated immediately. So you can agree with me that it's cardiomyopathy, I mean, uh, myocarditis, it's, it's a serious condition. I mean, it's a serious thing to happen and it's not something to be taken lightly. So this brings us to the question, can the heart muscle repair itself and regenerate? The heart is unable to regenerate heart muscle if an actual heart attack has happened and the lost cardiac muscle is now replaced by scar tissue. So just think, we think about it, it's a, it's a, it's a muscle. So when any part of it is damaged, you get, you get scar tissue there. So scar tissue does not contribute to um, cardiac contractile force. That's you know the way your heart is like pumping without any anything that is inhibiting it. You know it has to have the ability to pump, relax, contract freely. But when there is scar tissue, it can't really contract 
and relax freely. So, scar tissue does not contribute um, to your heart beating properly the way it should beat. So, and the remaining undamaged cardiac muscle would now be subjected to um, a greater burden in trying to pump the heart. Over time, the heart muscle eventually fails, leading to development of heart failure. And taking the United States as an example, 500,000 patients are diagnosed annually with heart failure. So the inability of the heart to regenerate cardiac muscle um, plus the scar tissue response, um, you know, they are major fundamental obstacles to treating heart disease. So in a case where heart muscle hasn't been damaged and it hasn't formed scar tissue, there is a better, um, a better chance of the person recovering so again in children things that one would want to watch out for would be fever fainting problem with breathing breathing um, breathing rapidly complaints of chest pain or you know the heartbeat is rapid or irregular And in adults, again, um, things that they may present will be chest pain, rapid, irregular heartbeat, shortness of breath, um, fluid build up with swelling of the legs, ankles and feet, or or if you are feeling fatigue. So all these things are not things that one should take lightly. So um, I'll be talking about a study that was done by a group of doctors on cases of myocarditis reported to the vaccine adverse events reporting system after people took the mRNA COVID-19 vaccinations. So thank you for listening to Health Tech Solutions. Please let let's know if you have questions or if you have any other topic you would like us to talk about. I wish you a great week and um, I pray that you know none of you develop this myocarditis. Have a blessed week.